So good Friday morning. It's January 21st, 2022. We are live in East Tennessee on Interstate 75. I, of course, am hands-free with my Raycon E25s. Not a product placement, not an advertisement. That's just what I'm using right now. And this morning I was going to talk about NIL briefly, collegiate athletics, which is a very interesting phenomenon that is taking place effectively this offseason during this first recruiting cycle in November, December, and now finishing up in February. And it's a it's a pretty polarizing topic uh, in the sports world. People typically have pretty strong opinions one direction or the other. I would say the one set of opinions uh, a lot of people view as outdated from some of the old heads uh, that are collegiate football and collegiate sport pundits. And what NIL excuse me what NIL is is name, image, and likeness. So players have the capacity there or there is the ability to pay collegiate athletes now um, for services rendered whether it be posting digital photos of yourself promoting a product on social media or you could do you could do advertisements for attorneys that you might see on the side of buses or billboards or park benches could do commercials for auto dealerships. The possibilities are really kind of endless. Uh, but where it gets so sorted with a D is there's really no policing on this right now. And from what I understand with name, image, and likeness, you have a situation where like Jimbo Fisher is at Texas A&M. And I want to say that he has just completed or he's on the verge of completing <coughs> He's on the verge of completing maybe the highest ranked number one recruiting class in the history of collegiate football rankings. I don't know if it's 247. Uh, there's different reporting companies that put rankings together for all of these collegiate football athletes. Uh, but Jimbo has got just a crazy, crazy haul of athletes. And a good majority of them are bought and paid for. And... I, I don't, I don't feel bad for that in general, um, because the NCAA has been using these athletes essentially as free labor to generate money through television contracts and advertising revenue for decades. The problem is there have, there's got to be some set of rules and parameters. There, there has got to be some system in place, some handbook or some guideline to give people some type of direction where this doesn't get completely off the rails. Um, Alabama poached our star cornerback, uh, Eli Ricks. Um, we lost another cornerback that would have been like our number one starter next year to the University of Arkansas. But LSU got some transfers as well. So... The transfer, the, excuse me, the transfer portal and, and NIL, I guess it giveth and it taketh away. It, it's just a, it's a very interesting phenomenon to watch play out in collegiate athletics. And I, 
We have a, there is an attorney in South Louisiana. I believe he does the majority of his business in between the Baton Rouge and the, the New Orleans corridor. Um, I, I believe his name is Gordon McKernan, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he's a, a auto accident and injury attorney. He's been able to build a rather large firm and a rather large business for himself. And I believe he single-handedly helped LSU keep their their star wide receiver, Kayshawn Butte. Uh, rumors were that Alabama was trying to swoop in and scoop him up the same way they did our cornerback. There's an NIL deal in place, and I don't know if Kayshawn will be doing advertisements for Gordon's law firm around Baton Rouge. I'm sure he will. There will probably be some, some social media, digital press, some advertisements that way. Again, there's nothing wrong with any of this. Uh, I'm glad whatever men and women in whatever set of sports are going to be able to benefit from this financially, they should be able to. Uh, the, the problem is you will have schools, and I guess this will be like baseball, whatever professional sports don't have a salary cap, maybe soccer as well, the schools with the biggest endowments are going to be the ones that can just wreck house on this. If you have an endless bank account to throw money at these athletes, that's where the rubber meets the road. It's, it's going to be interesting to watch this play out because schools like Texas, Texas A&M, Alabama, that while not on the surface seems to be a power player in terms of its overall endowment for the university. Nick Saban's involved. All he's got to do is pick up the phone and, and make a call to probably a list of 10 people that would give him anything that he needed for any player that they are potentially recruiting. Uh, I believe Oklahoma has a large endowment. It's going to be coming to the SEC here in the next in the next three to four years. So it's just, I mean, we're all going to follow the money. And we're going to try to figure out what situations the money creates. LSU is doing the best it can with the resources that it has. Um, this is the first time NIL has ever been live uh, during a collegiate recruiting cycle. So, <clears throat> Lord, excuse me, I should have had some more chamomile tea or some water before I did this. This is Pandora's box. It's a good thing while at the same time it's a can of worms that's been opened that you can never close now. Because if you're going to monetize this, what does this do to high school athletics? Do you have players that are going to be juniors, that are going to be five stars, that are going into recruiting cycles where they're a top ten athlete getting scholarship offers from every major university in the United States? And I, and I only use college football because it's the easiest example to quantify and explain. Are you going to have high school athletes that try to sit out their junior year, their senior year? Is that a thing? I, I don't know. You had this quarterback from Texas, I believe, Quinn Ewers, that, I mean, he abbreviated his high school career because he supposedly had a million-dollar NIL deal waiting on him at Ohio State. And he's transferred now. So this is no salary cap meets 
free agency meets Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. And while I'd love to just say I'm here for it to watch the chaos because it's entertaining, it's, it's not good for collegiate athletics. There's no set of rules, there's no set of guidelines or parameters. You know, I'm no fan of the NCAA just because of all the situations with, with Will Wade, our basketball coach at, at LSU, which is a whole other subject matter to do a small recording on it someday in the future. But they kind of let this situation with NIL go because they knew that they couldn't really police this right off the bat. It was just going to be like the, the dam or the levee breaking and then all the water floods in. But now that that situation has happened, you've got to figure out some way to manipulate this, harness this chaos, put some structure in place. So the collegiate athletic landscape is going to be very fascinating to watch over the next few years as the NIL situation um, evolves, everyone adapts to it. So those are my random thoughts for the day. Hope everyone has a great Friday. I hope you have a great weekend.